0: everyone and welcome to multiplane podcast. I'm Val. I'm Ty. And we have a and guest I'm Jacob, today. Jacob <laughs> is our guest today. Um and we have not done this in a while. It's been a minute. It's been a few months since we've talked about anything and we're going to get better at that. So we appreciate everybody for being patient. Um and today is kind of a we've got a show from both ends today. We couldn't be talking about two more different Topics today, We are going to jump into something Ty has been wanting to talk about for a while, and that's the Swiss Family Robinson, the, both the movie from the 1960s and what's going on um, with the parks. And then we're going to talk about the new uh, Disney Plus Marvel series called
1: Empower. So, yeah, we got a big gap. <laughs> you know, classic, classic Disney versus new Marvel content. But, so, first off, I tried watching the old one that Disney has, the RKO version, black and white, Uh-huh. and I couldn't even, I couldn't get through it.
0: They do have the regular version on there, though, the 1960 version. Oh, yeah,
1: no. That's, yeah, I, but you
0: tried to go all the way back.
1: I tried to go all the way back to the 1941, spent about 10 minutes, and I'm like, okay, I, I can't handle this. And so, I'm like, <laughs> we're going to the 1960 version, which is better. Which... I,
0: what. The one thing that I love about the 1960 version, well, there's a few things and we'll get into what we all love and not love about it. Um, But that time in filmmaking, there was so much practical effects, so many practical effects that were happening. And so now that I'm older, because I haven't watched this movie probably in 20 years, but then before I watched it then, it had been like when I was a little kid, right? And so I didn't know what I know about filmmaking now. And so I know the parts and yeah, we're gonna jump into it. So if you don't wanna know the magic behind the magic, (laughs) um, walk away, no. Um, But like, uh, you know, the parts, even at the beginning, the opening when they've got the boats in the water and I know how they shot that because I've been to the set where they've got the big pool on the back lot and they've got the screens all the way around it. And you've got the wind machines and you've got a boat out there and everything's are, you know, moving. And then, but with Disney in this movie, they also, they have the practical, but then they have the layover, which I love how they do both practical and layover, because they didn't have the graphics that we're going to talk about in Empower. They didn't have those special effects back then. And sometimes I kind of prefer the practical effects.
1: Well, yeah, you know me. I'm going to say practical effects, too. (laughs) Anytime coming from the makeup artist. But uh, (laughs) one of the funniest things, one of the funniest effects in this movie that I laugh at. And I don't laugh because it's funny. I laugh because of how cheesy and old it is, is when the pirates are attacking at the very end and they're (laughs) fighting at the top of the hill. You see one of the pirates get hit and he falls down into a bush it's like a split three seconds that you see him hit this bush, and he must have had a flat mat that he was landing in. But then you see this fake dummy, dummy pirate <laughs> drop out and just roll down the hill. And I'm like, man, three-second delay of falling through the bush. <laughs> So there's a lot of, yeah, cheesy stuff like that.
2: Well, I remember this show from when I was younger, and it was because – when you first see it, it's everything you wish as a kid. And I grew up uh, with a big backyard, but you see he's riding dogs. He's riding turtles. Mm -hmm. They're riding zebras. They're riding ostriches. They're digging holes and catching tigers. This is honestly, I mean, this was my favorite Disney movie (laughs) because of all those things, all the dreams and stuff I had of stuff I wanted to do when I was a little kid. And so I love, I love this movie. And I had an opportunity to, I actually went and watched the making of it. And so it's it's pretty crazy the stuff they did. Uh, they were they were in uh, Tobago, Tobago, Tobago. It's off the coast of Trinidad. Yeah, is where they went, which was kind of crazy back then. It seems like, but yeah, and I can't this... stand the younger brother. I'm sorry, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what but makes. He was
0: in so he was the younger brother in everything back then. Like the cast in this movie was you saw these kids everywhere. Um, you know, they were in every kids movie, every Disney movie, every family movie, every TV show. Um, and speaking of kids, this is one of the movies that Disney Plus has put that 12 second non-skippable warning mm-hmm. um, before. So when you watch it on Disney Plus, um, it is going to have an advisory. It's this one, Peter Pan, The Aristocats, The Jungle Book, Lady and the Tramp, um, Dumbo, Aladdin, Fantasia, and then this one. And actually, I still think... They did this back in 2021, and I don't think they've changed it. I haven't tested it because I don't have kids. But I'm pretty sure that if you have um, your account and the underage profile, account, yep. and if you have a child's account, they actually can't watch this movie on their own. So this is something you're going to have to pull up, watch it with them. Um, and their comment was this program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then, and they're wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it. And I think that's great because I think we've talked about this on the show before, Ty, is we don't want them to get rid of the content. Yeah, We understand that things made in the 1920s, made in the 1960s, made in the 1990s are different than are made now, but that doesn't mean that we should bury it and hide it. If anything, that means sit down with your kids, watch this movie and talk about the things that are really good. Like, look, those kids are playing outside. They're playing in dirt. They're playing with animals. They're playing with each other. Those are all good things. See those pirates? See, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. let's talk about the wrongful depiction of things but then let's talk about the good things and then have like a good conversation about the differences. But it doesn't mean that you have to throw this movie away because there are so many good things about this movie.
1: It's definitely an era film. Like it's a film of the time, like you said, when that troop and I wanted to say it brings to it, it comes together in the group of films that were made during that era. Like if I were to bring up some other movies, if I was going to watch a troop of them,
2: that those this same actors goes, were in every single one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it goes along the lines of Blackbeard's Ghost, Treasure Island, 20,000 Leagues, Old Yeller. Old Yeller. There's yeah. a lot. I'm trying to think of any other ones that were in this similar block, but no, the thing that I loved about this. So I didn't find Swiss Family Robinson until I started dating my wife. So I hadn't even watched it from a young age. Her family was into classic Disney live action. And this was when she's like, Oh my gosh, Swiss family Robinson is one of my all time favorites. And I'm like, what is the Swiss family Robinson? I, <laughs> but this it's is one that I really,
0: baby, Ty.
1: <laughs> I know, but that's, I'm like, this is one. I enjoyed it one because I was the kid who was trying to find the next tree to go build some kind of platform in, and a tree house. And so you telling me that there's an entire tree house built out of a busted down ship. I'm all for it.
0: Well, that being said, when I was younger, because I'm way older than both of you um, and we went to Disneyland and we didn't go a ton when I was a kid. But the few times that we went, our favorite thing was to go to the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse and then to get on the boat and go across to the island and run Mm -hmm. around through the caves and up the hills and swing on, the, you know, everything. It was those discovery because we did like those troops of movies that you just talked about. We loved all of that. And that's when, you know, Disney would be um, have their Disney movie that would be on once a week. And it would be these movies that we would sit down and watch as a family and watch as kids. And then we'd go out in the backyard and pretend that we were doing all of these things. And, you know, I think I watch a lot of movies and sometimes when we go back and we watch these period pieces from the the specific time they don't always hold my attention again you know they don't always make it but this was so much fun to watch again because i think the timing is really good like the pacing of the movie is still really like on point um i also think it just makes you feel good as a person yeah. you know it does it gives you the it good does. feels
1: well this one is a uh... I like to tell people if you're ever driving to the parks for your family vacation, you have to go, you know, hours and hours and you want to elevate that experience and then build a Disney playlist of stuff to watch on your way to the parks. I don't know if I would add Swiss Family Robinson to my current list, but back, like you said, when we had the treehouse that was in their style and luckily I got to see it before they took that down. I've never been to Florida, which Jake told me Florida There's a still Swiss Family Robinson. And it's
0: a little bit bigger than the one at Disneyland.
1: So this one I would add to my classic view list, whatever. If I was heading back to Disney back in the 1990s, early 2000s.
0: And I do want to say we're live right now. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. Um, If you do catch this later, we still would love your comments, um, even if it's not live. But if you have any memories or experiences about Swiss Family Robinson, either the movie or... um, I don't want to say it's a ride. It's an attraction, but it's it's an experience. And of course, now... Um, you know, it, it changed into Tarzan, but Ty, where is it going next? Because it's been under construction at Disneyland for a while. It still says, at least the last time I was there, it still is under construction and it didn't say a different name on it.
1: So I think on our last show is when they had barely made the announcement that they were turning it into the Adventureland tree house, yeah. which is going to be aimed more towards what walt originally wanted it to be because that's he had this idea and concept of what he wanted to look like and the feel of it but then i think we had the swiss family robinson film come out and it was so successful and it had that adventure vibe to it that they wanted to incorporate that into the park
2: and jake actually yeah did you have you guys um I'm trying to remember the event, the event it was, but it was like last week and they started pulling out. I don't know if you've seen the like robot bunny that rolls Mm -hmm. out and can stand up. So in that same event, they had a Tinkerbell that was interactive. And I guess during touch of Disney, we went to touch of Disney, which was during COVID. It was really, it was, it was awesome because you could experience Disney, but all of the roller coasters were running, but they were running empty. Nobody could ride the rides. So you're basically wandering around kind of a ghost town, Disneyland. And it was a That's special my favorite. event. It, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome to hear them because we'd also been to downtown Disney a whole bunch and you couldn't hear all the sounds of Disneyland. It was a little bit eerie. But in the Blue Sky Cellar, if you happen to be grabbed by a cast member, they would take you in. And there was an interactive, almost like a, a crush. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Meet, like the meet, turtle talk. Yeah. yeah, turtle talk with crush. It was an interactive with tinkerbell and she'd actually go and hit things in the room and make things move and then she'd come and land in the lantern and she would actually talk back and forth but it was a one-on-one experience and i guess they pulled this out again for this event and i'm hoping that she makes an appearance in the treehouse it seems like they're keeping it more generic like less ip they're not tying it to swiss family robinson they're not tying it to a specific thing so that they can bring in stuff because there was also rumors of it being part of maybe Encanto or yeah. um you know Zootopia maybe that was like one last about 2 seconds but you know people thought okay they're gonna, they're going to try and attach an IP to it but uh, if they keep it generic they could put Tinkerbell in there they could do all sorts of stuff which There's they would a-
0: have to be like with the timing of Tinkerbell just because she also has the thing at her own tree but
2: mm-hmm. it would be really
0: cool if it was if she was back and forth between the tree house and the tree. But I do remember that they had something. Um, remember where they have um, the marble. So it's inside. Um, oh my gosh. They used to have that Tinkerbell thing. And it was in a room when they used to have like all of what the futuristic rooms and houses would be. The
1: big. St-
0: yeah. Oh,
2: oh, oh. It's over where the
0: marble. It's over where they have like the Star Wars. You go. Yeah. And you're going to. If the star Wars thing is over there now, it's, but, in, it's
2: innovations, but I'm trying to remember Yeah,
0: innovations, but it was like, there was a room and you could go into the bedroom and it was my daughter's one of my daughter's favorite things to do. We would go into the bedroom and then you would start a thing and then she would move around and then things would go on the wall and the mm-hmm. lights would turn on and all of this stuff. So it sounds like they kind of used that, um, in that situation. And I think that would be really cool because there was a lot of cool innovations over in the innovation area yeah. <laughs> that they don't use anymore, but we definitely need to upgrade that area a little bit, I think.
2: So there, that's an option. Cause I don't know. I don't think they'll just leave it blank. I think they're leaving them options open to theme it to different things. I, I asked Ty uh, earlier this week, if he um, knew what the society of explorers and adventures is, and I, that's kind of a, theoretic thing and he'd never heard of it um but it would be awesome there's a lot of things they could do that would be awesome val do you know what that is i've
0: I've heard of it before um and i know that there if you bring it is this the same one that if you bring it up i was talking to my friend john about it that there are like special tokens that you get if you know about it and if you know where the things are happening because he has a token that says that on it
1: he
2: has a million so there's 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 things like that and then there's but it connects a whole bunch of disney rides it's like the marvel universe verse but behind the disney rides like it goes pretty deep and i'm really hoping because i hear a rumor that ryan reynolds is with um somebody else and they're actually going to make a movie i hope it's not animated um but like I don't, I don't know if you guys want me to go off this tangent of, yeah. <laughs> but it would be, oh, it would we're be all awesome. about
0: tangents here.
2: <laughs> so it's, it's let me, so Albert uh, Schweitzer falls was a member. Um, okay. Another member was a guy I'm trying to remember his name, but he's actually the theme of the tower and terror in Japan. Cause they had to create a different story. It's actually Joe Rody, but is the character he, he posed for the character, but he's in it. And one of his relatives is one of the husbands of Constance Hatchaway. Okay. Yeah. And then um, Indiana Jones and the Hanger the Hanger Restaurant in Florida
1: okay. is also
2: part, and you can see clues of the Society in Florida, and so there, there's just these seeds of a ton of different things that they could do, and even tied into Swiss Family Robinson, um, like let's say you, they could do it all sorts of different ways, like the dad and the, the mom and dad in that movie was weird because it's father and mother they don't ever have names. Yeah. yeah. But but if if dad was her father was a member of that society or something like that, I just see potential for a cool movie. They could even tie it into Jungle Cruise because it was a secret society. But all it was for exploration and preservation of historical artifacts, kind of Indiana Jones type stuff. But it goes clear back into the 1500s. But like like, let's say after um, the Jungle Cruise movie, the new one. I don't know what you guys thought about that one. I, I really liked it. I liked, it. It,
0: was, I liked yeah. it. I thought it was enjoyable.
2: But is she? Ty hates
0: anything fun. So,
2: really? (laughs) Well, she wasn't (laughs) allowed to go into that society, right? She was kind of kicked out because she was a woman. And from very early in the Society of Explorers and Adventures, women were allowed in. So, it'd be interesting. They could even take that twist and have somebody from C, they call it SEA, approach her, Emily Blunt's character, and go, Hey, you know, this is something amazing you did. And then just start a whole new. Anyway, it seems like some it seems like a really good opportunity. And I'm really wanting to go explore this treehouse, the new version, because I'm looking for Easter eggs and things like that. It's here and there. Yeah. Because they're, if you go and research it, they're in all the parks around the world, uh, in all these little small places. It'd be really cool to, if they use this as a tie-in.
1: Well, for I know bigger. what I'm
2: going to be doing homework on. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. You'll it, Well, it, and I do
0: think that would be a chance to also tie in, um, the Pixar, to tie in up to that because i think that would fit very well and as i'm re-watching the movie there's a bird in there that is totally kevin i saw kevin in the swiss family robinson as the boys the boys because we didn't know she was a girl yet right Uh is sliding down and they have to go across the water right as they're sliding down before they like go to you have to take off your clothes and then go across there's Uh a bird in the water and i'm like kevin that's Kevin. totally <laughs> kevin
2: <laughs> it, it it could be awesome it could be awesome because and then i i just re-watched the uh trailer for haunted mansion mm. the new one the new teaser yeah. and i'm looking at all the things i'm like okay this this could even a twist of this because that's already tied into haunted mansion they could totally stitch all of these movies together and start to go even like, okay, now we're going to go back from, I don't know, it, I, my mind goes crazy all the cool stories and things and relationships between people that they could tie together that's yeah, the whole stitching together of all the Disney rides that they don't have an IP. Yeah. but That'd be cool. It'd be really, really cool. So,
1: I'm pretty I'm 50-50 on the new design. I guess when it opens up I'll give my full judgment, but Me and my six-year-old, we're pretty tore up that it's not Tarzan's treehouse anymore. (laughs) Because like you said, Val, so my oldest, she loves to run around, loves to get out. And so these experiences were, yeah, it's not an attraction that you sit in. You have moving components and things you can go actually explore and see things like Pirate's Cove, the treehouse. She loved Tarzan's treehouse and she loves it the animals. So like seeing support in there in some of the drawings of the apes and the different elements, she's really tore up about this. How are you guys optimistic or are you a little bit more not with the new, actually, obviously Jake, you're with it. Cause you want to see all these new things well, tied in.
0: And I think if you go along with what Jake is predicting and kind of what My thoughts are with it is that if it's this adventure area, like you said, like they just gave it the most generic name. And if they tie in all of the movies that are these outdoor adventure movies, you can have a little Tarzan in there still. You can have a little Swiss Swiss Family Robinson. Maybe as you're going through the treehouse, you get to see all of the different adventures that Disney movies have brought us. So maybe you still get to see some of those things everywhere throughout this treehouse. I think for me, Tarzan is one of my favorite movies and I think it made such an impact when it came out, that the fact that that's all they have in the park for Tarzan and now it would be totally gone. I don't see them taking it all away. Um, and in the area that it's in, with all of those other rides, like for me, I would love it if they still had some of those little Easter eggs of you walk through the, Oh look, there's this from this movie and that from that movie. And here's this. And it's, and it's because it's all about creating the memories that you have from the movies, creating memories in the park. And if they can intertwine those things, which they're usually pretty good at, I think it would be really, really cool because then that also causes that nostalgia from any, every generation. So if they had a little bit from, each movie that we love. I, you know, and they don't really have anything from Aladdin anymore over there, which they no. totally yeah. got rid of that one small area that you never saw them. You knew they the were coming Oasis. at some point, yep. you know, to the Oasis, but it's gone now. So
2: my, my brain is just tripping on SEA. Cause now I'm thinking like, who was Tarzan's dad
0: <laughs> what, with his, with his
2: killer mustache. What if that is the tie in and Tarzan is like the main part of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. So I just, I think it would just like Jake said, you know, Jacob said like, you, I think, it would be a mistake for them to take all of our memories out of that house.
2: 100.
0: So, I don't think yep. you should be too disappointed because I think there's going to be something magical in there, or more than one something's magical in there.
2: And and if you've if you've been there, don't ever skip it. Like if you guys are thinking, I know it's not <laughs> a ride, but go go up in there because and stop and look out at Disneyland. Yeah, the views from the treehouse. Are crazy. You're looking like across, you can see like the Mark Twain, and then you'll see uh Thunder Mountain, the views and stuff. I've taken so many pictures just standing up in Tarzan's treehouse or the Swiss family tree house because of how epic they look from up there. You get to look down on Disneyland, which you don't there's really not a lot of places to be looking down because they don't really want to show you outside the park or give you a view of anything to take you out of the but it's pretty amazing.
0: And go ride the boats go ride Mark mm-hmm. Twain, go ride the pirate ship. Like a lot of people, like you said, they're just like busy, 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 going, going, going at the park. Take the moments that they've given you to slow down a little bit, which is the tree house. Mm-hmm. And I've been in the tree house before and people are just trying to rush through there and they're like pushing everybody forward.
1: Take a yeah. breath. Oh no. we slow down. Aside.
0: Like, right. But some people are like pushing and yeah. just like, slow down. It is not a race. Like you have time, see everything, look at the details that are there mm -hmm. and then take a breath and go get on one of the boats. Just like my favorite thing to do at Disneyland is just to slow down and to watch everything and to look at everything. And I think people are just so just crazy about we've spent so much to be here and we only have this many days and we want to do this many things, but Sometimes I go and not ride one ride at yep. all. And it's my favorite trip yep. when I do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. i, I <laughs> watching opportunity. That's a whole different episode of how to, how to do yeah. Disney. Right. And we're <laughs> because it's... that
0: episode. Because there's so many new things coming up. I did so much of nothing last time at Disneyland. I didn't even get to see the Encanto thing. So I need to get see the Encanto show the next time I go. Speaking of the next time I go, I will be running a 10 K with our friends at Movies That Make Us. I have never done the Disney run before. I have watched other people run at Disneyland while I ate food on the sideline and said, hey.
1: Which will probably be me this time. Yeah, sounds like you have <laughs> well, the plan. Well, I told <laughs>
0: Sammy, you and Sammy and Dave and Jake's kids, it is your job to meet us at the finish line with beignets and drinks because <laughs> I am running to get to that warm beignet. So it better be there. <laughs>
1: Um, just, I know we're going to move on to empower soon. I just wanted to bring up something. If Disney is going to continue on this reboot, you know, let's redo all this other stuff. I feel like this is a movie that's worth rebooting with today's technology and things that we have. Um, how do you guys feel if we were to get a Swiss family, Swiss family Robinson announcement?
0: I don't know that I want it because I, after watching it again and not seeing it for so long, I don't think they could recapture the same feeling that they captured in the first movie. And well, this, the 1960s version of the movie, there was something so powerful about the innocence and the happiness. And just like, it made me feel really, even the parts that kind of made me cringy because you know, that's not what, We portray in film anymore i grew up with it so it it didn't bother me as much because i just know that it's not the way it is but i don't know i think hollywood's in in such a different place right now that i don't know that they could replicate the feeling that i think everyone should feel watching this movie i don't that's just me though i and i i don't know i i just think it it would be a totally different movie which is fine um, it would be more action it would be faster paced it would be you know this thing that I don't know I don't know
2: i I think if they did a tie-in I don't think they could do a remake i don't I don't think they should even try but if they did a, a tie-in somehow where there was a story spun off from it or something but
0: back to the island
2: yeah yeah I, I don't I mean I don't because at the end it seemed like they were gonna stay there and he was gonna be the governor and it was gonna be called so whether it was the same island or a different island or for some reason, I don't know. It would have to be a spin off. I don't, I really don't want them to remake it because I agree with Val. I don't think they'd be able to do it. I, I think they would mess it up. So. See, and I, I have a little
1: bit of a different opinion. If they were to announce it, I would be welcome to it. Um, I think would have it would have a, a piece. He's, he's always got effect. to oppose, doesn't he? That's,
2: that's why, why we're he, on
1: the same, the you one, have that's why no we're no idea together. Because you have not watched tree, enough episodes to know better this. conversation. <laughs> But it would have like a Pete's Dragon effect because I just rewatched the Pete's Dragon reboot.
0: Yeah, and I did like that. So,
1: and I, that's what I'm saying. It's not the same as the original. They're both Pete's Dragon. Yeah. But they both have a very unique, different way of telling essentially the same story.
0: I think if they did it that way or they did it the way that they did Cinderella, I don't want. I don't want a frame
1: frame for frame. I don't want a
0: frame for frame. I don't want the same feel. Give me Swift's family Robinson, but give me a different movie, but the same basic idea. Um, Because actually during this time, when this movie came out, there were so many movies of people stranded on islands. Like for like that, like a 10 year period, there were like, you know, blue lagoon and this movie. And there was like, Mm -hmm. like a pirate movie. I can't think of it right now where they were stuck and I don't so I feel like if if they did a little bit of what you said Ty and a little bit of what you said Jacob, like maybe it's so you had the family and they lived there and they became this thing and maybe a a grandson or somebody left. Yeah. And then it was almost like a national treasure thing in that now you're a couple generations out. And somebody's Mm -hmm. going back to the island to learn about their lineage that they've been and to find this family something. So it's a mix of what we love about Swiss Family Robinson and this, whoever it is that goes back, learning how great it is to be in the wild and to be away from, you know, big towns. But also maybe it leads to something else and connects something else. I just don't want to frame for frame.
1: I was like, I would want. I have a few directors who I said I want because I feel like they could take this in the right direction. I want either David Lowry, who did the Pete's Dragon reboot, Um, Gore Verbinski, who did Curse of the Black Pearl, because I think he could bring that really cool, adventurous, piratey vibe to it. Or uh, who else did I have? Jamie Collette. Sarah, Sierra, the one who did Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. Any three of those directors I would want to see do a reboot or a sequel, prequel, whatever it would be. But uh sounds like you guys might have some better grades for this movie than I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is my childhood, Ty. Yeah, yeah it's, since I was really- No, really that's really fine. Ready.
1: Trust me, I've given better grades to movies that you guys and some of the people on some of our other shows would- laugh at before. So (laughs) let's go ahead and start Val so we can move on to the next sequence of the show. What are you going to grade this?
0: This one's a solid B for me. Like, I feel like it's fun. I do think that if you sat down with your kids or grandkids to watch this movie, there's enough um, for them to watch that they would stay, you know, glued to the screen because it, it does have really good Um, visuals but it also is really good pacing where I think a lot of older movies relevant to what kids are watching now they would just get bored and walk away I think this you know would keep their attention and you'd probably have to take them outside after the movie or build like a (laughs) pillow fort or something fun that you should be doing anyway Um, and so I think it, it stands the test of time you definitely can tell it wasn't made now but it's not one that you would turn off and be like oof
2: Jake, what would you grade this one? Okay, I need to understand the scale better. What's a is there an A plus or is yes. there a Oh yeah. What, yes. an F K- K- give you me can You can also You
0: can also say it's like it's it's you because we don't our A's, mine and Ty's A's are different. So, in your mind, an A plus is the best movie you've ever seen in your life. You watch it okay. over and over and over. You think okay. everyone should watch it. And then an F is like this shouldn't have even been made. We need to go burn it and stomp okay, on it. Okay, okay,
2: yeah. that gives me a little bit of a clue because I'm like, okay, do we look at like Citizen Kane stuff, or do we like? It's all it's all, to it's all a fair game. You
0: okay, okay, <laughs>
2: just for me. So this one's probably an A minus, probably. Um, it's a classic. And like I said, it was all the stuff and hopes and dreams of boyhood that I had. And I still love it every time I watch it. Um, and I've got to be able to go. I went and was able to live in South America for a couple of years where I got to swing from the vines and do some of those things that I'd always dreamed of from this movie. So this one's definitely, I think, is Disney. Like you said, Ty, it's a foundational must watch if you're a Disney fan at all. So, yeah, solid, solid A-. minus.
1: So I, w- I would watch this. You know, every now and again, this isn't one that I'm constantly going to be like, oh, Swiss Family Robinson, let's go. Uh, I'm going to give this one a C plus.
0: Wow. You picked Ooh. this.
1: And I did. And I, and I enjoy it. But on the list, trust me, the list where but it ranks, C I'm plus, like,
0: it's not even a B minus.
1: It's not even in the B's. No, because there's a few things I have wrong with it. Like
0: well, yeah, there's a ton of crap I have wrong with it, but a C?
1: Wow! Did I'm you see give the snake? C. Did you
2: see the snake?
1: <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> that snake scene was nuts. Yeah. It's okay.
1: I'll, I'll I'll stick with it. I'll give it a C. Maybe if we come back after I have some time to like you know reflect and be like, okay, maybe this <laughs> could have been I could have done it better, but I'm gonna stick with the C on this one.
0: Cool. All right. Um, I had a chance to watch uh, all the episodes of a new Marvel series um, on Disney plus called empower. I don't know if either of you had a chance to look at it yet. yet. It just started streaming this last week because it was international women's day. Um, And so basically this series, it's a short series um, goes through all of the amazing um, women in the Marvel cinematic cinematic universe. And I have to say, Ty, so The episodes are really cool, um, but one of the episodes really made me a bigger fan of Wanda so i know that we have had this conversation before when i watched wandavision i struggled if you guys listen to any of those episodes you know that i just kind of struggled with like getting into it and then i would come on the show and then ty would tell us like all of the easter eggs of wandavision and then i'd be like oh okay i understand this so i like this more but i literally needed like a side tutorial from ty (laughs) to really get into it as it went on um And I've grown to appreciate it more um, over the last year. I didn't hate it. It's just not one that I'm going to go back to. And I didn't think it was overwhelmingly amazing, Um, but I liked where it led us in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And one of the episodes is all about um, Wanda and WandaVision and the characters from WandaVision and how Wanda's character plays such a big part in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, um, yeah, we really will. <laughs> what?
1: And she's still well.
0: Yes, and she's still she's not going away anytime no, soon. She's not gone. Um, and so, but what I really loved about her episode, um, before we get into the women of Wakanda, which is still what I think they should have called the episode and that movie, um, is uh, they get into the point of breaking down how they they broke down this this series into different stages of grief and like the first three episodes, which I know are the of WandaVision that I know a lot of people have a hard time with because it's so far removed from from everything is her time of denial. Those three Mm -hmm. episodes represent denial. And then you get into the episodes where they represent her depression and they actually brought in um, a psychiatrist to the writer's room as they were going through writing this whole series and talked about, you know, what mental illness is, what depression means, what all of the different phases of loss are because Wanda has gone through so much loss. You know, she lost her parents, she lost her brother, she lost vision and then she lost her kids that she created because she was trying to take like to shut down all the other loss that she had And, um, it was just really powerful to see how much, um, I mean, I, I know they put so much detail into all of these shows and that's why I'm a huge fan of Disney and Marvel, but to really break that down, how they did that and how, um, they're moving forward with it because, um, everyone that worked on that series is so into making sure that people can talk about mental, health and mental well-being and depression and making that a part of a conversation um, and I that's you if you listen to the show you know that's important to me as well and so um, I just thought that was really cool so if you have a chance to watch these episodes you can but the women of Wakanda oh man oh man <laughs> I am going to South Africa <laughs> <laughs> a week from tomorrow. And there was so much in this episode that is making me even more excited to go to South Africa because the language that they speak is South African. And um, one of the producers and editors on the movie is from South Africa, and they sent a whole production team out there with their costume designer who won the Academy award and their production designer, which was the first African-American woman to be nominated and win Academy award. And she won it for this movie. And it kind of shows a little bit more than what you've seen in like the making of Wakanda on how these things come together. And, and they get into each of the actresses backstories as well, which is really cool. So they, about their character, but then also who they are as a person.
1: Well, can I tell you that, had we got anyone else but Shuri becoming the Black Panther, it, it wouldn't have worked. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now from someone who, like Val says, goes into the content from where they pull this from, had we got anyone else at this point besides his sister becoming the Black Panther, I don't think it would work very well moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So bringing her to the forefront, and you guys can listen to some of our past shows where... We said okay. Is Killmonger coming back? Is he sitting in I still want a Killmonger area? to come back. <laughs> and I still think he will. <laughs> I still 100% know. Even though from what we spoilers guys, if you haven't seen Wakanda Forever, you've kind of had enough time to see it. Um even from where we have him just sitting in the spirit realm, there are entities and different things coming up that would allow him to come back in full yeah. force.
0: I think he hasn't gone anywhere. He's like sitting in this holding zone in limbo. And in limbo. And I just he is, oh my gosh, he's like one of my favorite villains. And I hated that they just threw him away because they weren't sure if they were going to ever make a Black Panther movie again. And I just want him back for it because Killmonger's awesome but also Michael B. Jordan. Oh but and yes. I
1: don't I don't even think it'll be the cop out of oh it's a different killmonger from universe this 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 i think no we have ways to bring back killmonger of 616
2: to jump back in but still and they need to keep this director though because i went into this movie having no idea how they were going to do this and i was afraid you know i was afraid but they did it especially the women in the movie holy cow i cry i don't know how many times you guys cry during that movie
0: Uh, I've seen it three times and I cry every time. I've seen it a few times, I've seen it
2: three times and it's It's every time.
0: The music is powerful, the characters are powerful. But if that is if you are a fan of that right now on Disney Plus, you can watch The Women of Black Panther and they it makes it even more those moments even more powerful because now I want to go back and watch both movies again because they talk about um. You know where these characters come from and how important they are and they bring in people that are also you know regular joes but really i mean like one lady works at nasa and there's a guy who's an engineer and his both of his daughters love they all love shuri you know because Mm -hmm. her character is so eye-opening you know, for being a woman, and then being a scientist, and being into all of these things, but then also going through this tremendous loss, you know, um, and then actually talking about the original comic books and how—I mean, it was actually pimps and hoes. <laughs> like, nah. <they're>, it was—it <laughs> wasn't safe for for kids, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but changing those and saying, you know what, these women warriors. Um, can't be wearing those clothes. They need to be wearing, and, and they would talk to each other. It wasn't one person saying, these are what the costumes were. The costumer, she sat with, you know, these warriors, these actresses, and they, you know, had to move around and they they wanted to make sure that it all made sense. And even the editor um, from Wakanda, if you remember when all of the women, all the women warriors from the first movie are trapped right in that barrier Mm -hmm. and then all the men come in originally it was supposed to be this men saving the women and they went to ryan kugler the female editor went to ryan kugler and she said everything that we've made this movie about all you just did you just and so they created a woman warrior that's with that clan and she breaks through all of them and breaks through that she's the first one in because they're like, yeah, that, they actually went back and did reshots to reshoot that, to make sure, that, that to make sure the, the representation was... that they have built up to this point was through the entire movie. And I think just that is so important because you could be, I'm just going to throw this out there on a DC film, and they'd be like, whatever, we shot it, it we're, we're going yeah, with it.
2: we're not paying for Wonder Woman again.
0: 1984. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the fact that they are willing to go back now and say, We're going to reshoot this because this is important. What we've created is is important and we need to stick with it. Um, But that's the first episode, like right out of the gate, they have the women of Black Panther and then it goes into Captain Marvel, which Captain Marvel for me is, I, I like it. I think it's fine. I don't ever like have an itch to go back and watch it over and over, but if it's on, I will watch it. But I really love, um, Brie Larson and what she brought to the character but actually watching this because if you watch our show you know that Ty and it seems like Jacob are probably more of the comic book readers I am not a comic book reader so everything I know about these characters are about what I see in the movie and so this episode um getting to know who Miss Marvel is and then how it actually turned to Captain Marvel and how they actually let Brie Larson have a say in what she wore on set because Captain Marvel's, I did know what she looked like her, in the comic her books because I have <laughs> outfit was... I have a lot of cosplay friends that dress like her, <laughs> her original outfit. Um, but just how she then also became a mentor to um the her younger counterpart in the movie that's the daughter to her best friend. Oh yeah, she actually um mentored her and has really stayed to help her. And that seems like almost all of that, because then you jump to the Guardians of the Galaxy episode. um, It's the one after. So it goes Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, and then you get Gamora. And when you jump into Gamora's episode, which is the final episode, um, you get both of those female, the two females in Guardians of the Galaxy are actually really good friends outside of the show, and um, they mentored each other because um, what's the name of I can't remember the name of the other actress. And she's actually been here in Utah because we have Zoe, we have Zoe, but then we have um, her sister in the movie Nebula. But what's Nebula it's Karen Gillian, Karen Gillian. Um, she became Nebula and she had never done any martial arts in her life. Right. And now you've got Zoe who Zoe in almost every movie that she's ever done has been physical yeah. and she knows all these things. And so Zoe was actually helping her with all of her martial arts. And then as she would get cast in other movies, she would actually help her out. So it just feels like all of these women from all of these Marvel movies, Marvel series outside of the show are actually helping each other, which I'm a woman And I've grown up with other women, and that's not always the case. So Empower really kind of like empowered me a little bit by watching this because it breaks down who they are on screen, who they are off screen, all the details that went behind making these women powerful. Um, And it gets into what's coming in a lot of the episodes is like what's coming next because we have Echo. We have, you know, we have the Marvels that are coming out. I was we about have, to say,
1: was there an episode on uh, Kamala?
0: No, we I mean, don't no. have one that's specifically Kamala. Um,
2: so, is it yeah. going to keep going? Are they going to keep adding episodes I, or is it?
0: But what I know so far is that I, I think it's just Gamora after the Gamora. I think this was like the classic, like original MCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I'm sure maybe it's going to be something they do every year and they just keep, you know, oh, okay. going with it, but this was kind of like our classic um, first phases um, no. of women. But they didn't really get into Black Widow. But I think we've seen yeah. we've seen a a lot on Black Widow because we did. They've had makings of that and everything. Yeah. But um, I would have liked them to get into a little bit more of her character because she is one of my favorites. I know she's not a lot of people's favorites, but I do like her character. Um, but yeah. So again, it's something you can watch free from home. It's on yeah. Disney Plus right now. I watched them all back to back and I really enjoyed it. You don't have to do it that way. <laughs> I,
2: I, so, just going back a little bit to you, the, my, one of my favorite scenes in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is when the Adora Milaje show up.
1: Yeah. They just kind
2: of kick back and watch him fight uh, American Agent. And, it, and they're just kicking his butt and they're like not even super powered. And Bucky's just standing back there just going, looking strong, John, as they. As he, as he, as he, <laughs> they basically beat the crap out of him it's it's awesome and then if you've ever been in avengers campus when those guys yes it's so cool oh my gosh you get chills as they come walking out you're like holy cow these guys they're amazing amazing and i don't
0: want to give away all of the fun stuff that i learned by watching these shows but they really get into that and into um how those warriors work like they do a whole section on the warriors before they break down each individual warrior and there's some kind of like there was one specific character that was only supposed to be in this one movie with one of my favorite lines ever um you need to move or i will move you and i'm if you remember that line and she's she's looking right at um you know black widow and that character was only supposed to be in that one movie with that one line and she was so powerful that they made her the second like biggest um, warrior and they kind of go into her story and everything. And it shows you how they figure out how, which tattoos go on which heads and it gets into the makeup and the costuming and, and how Shuri pretty much has her hand on everything. If you think about everything in Wakanda, Mm -hmm. almost all of it comes from Shuri's little, you know, Room that she creates everything, and and you will get to see Chadwick Boseman. He, you know, he's in there, so um, he's in a lot of the scenes that they they go back and forth with. And if you're going to watch the Academy Awards tonight, um, you know we have a couple of nominations um, from from uh, Wakanda Forever. Um, so we'll see. I don't I don't know that any of them are going to win anything, but but it got nominated. And Black Panther was the first. Marvel movie to get nominated for best picture so flash or when it came out two years
1: ago (laughs) well I'm going to have to go give this a watch especially the Wanda episode now that's probably going to be my go to
0: yeah it it was really fun like I'm like oh great now I have to tell Ty (laughs) that I like it even more
1: (laughs) you're welcome (laughs)
0: Well, that's all we have for you right now, but we will be back next week. Um, And then I think Jacob and Ty are going to do a couple shows without me while I'm gone because I'm, I'm going to go to Wakanda. That's, that's what I'm going to do. That Um, sounds amazing. Watching Swiss family Robinson. And then just thinking that like, I'm going to be out like in there. I'm just like, I don't want to see a zebra that's stuck in the mud. That's like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see that in real life.
1: watch the hyenas or Hey, it'll be like jungle cruise. You know, you have the lion scene. They're all playing with the zebra. Yeah, I don't want to see it
0: in real life. I want to <laughs> see all the happiness. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And of course we love your comments. So make sure you comment below. Um, we're alive on YouTube right now on our Facebook page. Um, but stay tuned because we'll have another show next week. If there's a show a Disney show, a Disney movie, a Disney ride, anything that you want us to talk about. It can even be comic book related as long as it's in Marvel, Disney, Lucasfilms. If it's in the Disney realm, we will talk about it. Um, Just let us know by commenting and subscribe please to our channel so that you can see every time we're live. Bye everybody. See ya. See ya.